All right. Are we live? We are recording. Oh, we're live. We're live in this moment. We are Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to Relatively Subjective, where we talk about movies and we're cousins, hence the relative part, and our opinions are subjective, and that's why it's subjective. Are you drunk right now? <laughs> on life. I'm drinking water. That's, that's are all you I, sure? I okay. drank earlier. Uh, welcome to Relatively Subjective. I'm David. I'm George. Yeah, he had to finish his drink. Yeah, I had water. Uh, and this, this is, is relatively subjective. Thanks for listening. Thank uh, you. Today we are going to be doing something that we've done a couple times before. Uh, yeah. We're going to review two movies, but the other one of us did not see the movie that the other one is reviewing. Was that, Did I make that really complicated? Yeah, probably. I saw one movie, David saw a different movie, and we haven't seen each other's movies. So we're just going to review it. them and uh, go through them real quick tell each other because we don't care about these movies very much so we, <laughs> we don't care I about mean, them being spoiled there weren't really any good movies out this weekend yeah so we yeah. saw some subpar movies we gave you guys a topic not too long ago so we figured we'd keep it with the box office whatever's out and these are technically summer blockbusters or like blockbuster i mean they're movies. trying to be they're trying to be yeah. it's not really no, yeah. we'll see what happens your movie your movie is part of a franchise mine was like is a summer blockbuster or supposed to be summer supposed blockbuster be. But, but blockbuster doesn't mean good blockbuster no. can mean just a movie injected with billions of dollars and just uh, the Rock, <laughs> and just trying to be. Yeah, it's, that's a lot of summer movies actually. Yeah, right about now. Yeah. Uh, there is only one blockbuster left in the United States, by the way. Really? Yeah, I just read, read an article about it on Facebook. I thought that they had a pretty big presence still in Alaska or something, or. I don't know where it is, but there's only one left. Mm, we should go so there before it's before it's too late. Yeah, before it's too late. I still have my card. <laughs> membership card. I'm pretty sure I, if I dig around, I'd probably find mine too. Yeah. All right. So you want to go first? As, as you probably guessed, you George's first? movie was Skyscraper <laughs> with That's Dwayne right. the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, baby. Uh, and my movie was it. This is the fourth in the Purge fourth, the four, or fifth. It's the fourth, right? It's, it's fourth. Purge. Purge Anarchy. Uh, Purge, Purge election, year, election year. And then the first Purge. Yeah. So this one is. Uh, I hold slightly dear to my heart because it was shot not all of it but it was shot and set in staten island um which is where i live so that was kind of cool uh i had a bunch of like teenager and young adults that were in the uh theater with me and that every time anybody mentioned staten island in the movie or that it was ever said <laughs> everyone gave a collective woo because we were just like yeah represent staten island even though I'm not. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you joined them, I assume, because the you're the, so proud. The very first time. And then it, you're like, it, this it, is getting It said, it was obnoxious. like, you know, it was black screen and just white letters, Staten Island, New York. And, <laughs> we, and everyone was just like, yeah, Staten Island, woo, that's us. And then we were just like, this is probably what's going to happen. Like, this is, this is like future history. Yeah. So, so the whole point in the movie, if you don't know what the Purge universe is, which I don't because I never watched. You've the never Purge. seen I've any never Purges? seen one Purge movie because oh of, why would I? Because why would I? Well, don't say they're the good. The first one was good. The All first right. one was good. I heard that it was disappointing. I didn't think so. No, no, that's what I hear. So, so, so We're, here. Well, the main thing that I don't like about the fir- Purge as a franchise is that the first Purge, not the first Purge, the movie called the first Purge, the first Purge that was created. Um, 
was a suspenseful, scary movie. It was like a home invasion movie, yes. right? Yeah. And it was new and it was cool. The idea was awesome. I'll, I'll Even, be, yeah, I'll be honest with you. Name? When I saw Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw the trailer, I thought it was, was going to be the bomb. Like, I, I was, honestly. I thought it was really good. Yeah. But then, I don't know why they took the direction, but the next three movies, including this one, they were all action films for some reason. There mm-hmm. was like the strong guy. And then, like, everyone was trying to kill them, so they had to, like, shoot everybody. I thought that was the wrong direction to take it. I thought they could have kept it very creepy, very scary, and they could have made it work. Mm -hmm. But whatever, they didn't. So this entire movie is, again, so if you don't know The Purge, um, this one actually kind of sets it up, but, like, not really. Because, like, one of the things that I wanted to know about this entire universe, in- including from the three movies, was just, like, why would they start this? Like, yeah. who who's doing this and why? And by this, you mean the one day of the year where yes. no law so is that's That's applicable. the purge. It's yeah. 12 hours. Oh, it's 12 hours. Yes, 12 I thought it was 24. From, uh, from I believe it's uh, 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Or, or 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., something like that, um, on this one day where all crime is non-punishable. So mm. it... it Legal and illegal, including whatever, murder. including murder, and and class four or lower weapons are allowed, and I believe they ca- classify class four as automatic uh, assault rifles. Okay. So like anything that and be- and lower is completely legal. You can use it. You can do whatever you want. You can rob. You can cheat. You can steal. You so can if someone rape. uses a rocket launcher, do the cops come? No. Okay. <laughs> Just making sure. I'm just gonna write this down. But so I mean that's. Not really the twist because we knew this already, but like that's one thing that happens in the movie where it's just like, you know, someone should have involved themselves. But we find out that, you know, it, they did, and this is the reason why we have the purge. Anyway, so I don't even remember the names of the people because they were in really <laughs> inconsequential. Uh, you, really, you really only have um, f- uh, three main characters. Uh, uh, maybe maybe f- let's let's say four. Um, so the first main character that you f- that you st- or the first yeah first main character that you see who is actually like I'm gonna say he's pretty hot like he should have been in like the Black Panther movie or something like I feel like he he should have had a, a bigger role because he's very good looking. Uh, his name in real life is Yolan Noel. His name in the movie is Dimitri. They just call him D. And he on Staten Island for whatever reason runs. Uh, a gang, a cocaine selling gang, and if anyone has ever known Staten Island, you know that Staten Islanders aren't big on cocaine. We're big, big on pills, on, baby. No heroin. We have a heroin oh, epidemic going yeah, on in Staten Island right now. Yeah. yeah, and that's like a legit real thing. And I'm like, I'm not trying to make fun of it. I'm actually trying to let you know that this is a real thing that's happening. But like, also, they did. They made a lot of really good parallels in the movie, and I'm kind of wondering why they didn't. Just choose that because it would have been a Too lot real. more real. I, real. Well, I guess maybe. Um, so anyway, the movie prefaces the the, I guess the rest of the movie is the first like prologue, a part of the movie, is that the there's a new uh, political party coming up, like up and coming. It's like it, no longer Democrats, no longer no longer Republicans. It's uh, the new founding fathers, the NFFA, <sighs> and. This and they they reference the NFFA in the future movies. Like the president is a candidate of of the NFFA, so like they're all about kind of like allowing people to like take their religious you know uh, uh, beliefs like to the next level. And it's like 
you know, we always had this vision of the, uh, in, the, in the other three movies that the NFFA allowed this to happen, but we, ne- we never really knew why, and this is the movie that introduces it. But again, like, not really. Like, they give us, like, half of the explanation, and the kind of other half is just like, you figure it out. Uh-huh. So I hated that because they just never, it feels to me like they half-assed it together. Yeah. They were just like, we, need, we know we need to put the NFFA in there somewhere, and we know we need to get the purge to happen, so let's put it together and see what sticks. But, so... The NFFA candidate, who is the president now, uh, he uh, employs the now Homeland Security to like put together this experiment, and it's this one experiment lady. Uh, the, her name is Dr. Updale. She's quote unquote the architect of this experiment. So she's a psychologist or psychiatrist, or whatever, and she's thinking about how put it, implementing this nationwide or whatever and they choose Staten Island as the first place to try it so nowhere else in the country nowhere else in the world the purge is going on it's only happening on Staten Island and of course it would like Uh this would be this is the perfect place if you ever have been to Staten Island I'm sorry did you say what year this takes place in uh no they never tell us what year it's it's kind of like present slash not too distant future because even in the other three movies it's supposed to be you know a the not it's, so distant future. Yeah, it's not the first purge, so right. it's supposed to be a little bit further than that. But there's no like crazy technology. Okay, it's it's all pretty pretty stuff it that's happening. Just now. looks like the present. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, the the biggest thing that they did in this movie was they were um, monitoring all of Staten Island with drones, and then whoever uh, wanted to stay would get a, would get five thousand dollars to stay the night if they just put these contacts on that recorded everything. Oh wow! And like that's doable like people like that's those exist so it wasn't like super crazy um so so yeah the the nffa the uh, new founding fathers association or something like that of america (laughs) new founding fathers of america they they're all about like you know like uh um being christian and being you know white if we find out in the later movies why they did like you know a, a little bit more about them uh but in this movie specifically it's just about this um new way of seeing the United States as like a whole family and lo- looking into the future. So then the Homeland Security agent, chief of staff, uh, he finds this woman, uh, Marissa Tomei's character, the architect, Dr. Updale, to create this experiment. And it's, it's it's no law for 12 hours. You know, she backs it up with some like crazy psychiatrist talk about like, oh, people need Get to purge. Yeah. yeah. And if, they, if we make it legal now, then, you know, our... our uh, we, we see that in the future it would lower crime. So mm-hmm. this is why we're experimenting it now and blah, blah, blah. So, that, so the story follows uh, Dimitri D. He's the kingpin of this cocaine handling cartel, basically on Staten Island, uh, and his ex-girlfriend Naya and her little brother Isaiah. Uh, so Isaiah, played by Lex Scott Davis and Yolande Noel's, like Dimitri's like, interaction, it's really like they were put in an improv class. Oh, they were just wow. like, you're the ex-boyfriend, you're salty about it, go. And like, that's the chemistry I got. It really? was just terrible. Oh, but man. I do have to say, the chemistry between Naya and Isaiah, like, older sister, little brother, was pretty good. Mm-hmm. They, like, I have an older sister, so like, I kind of compared it to that. And I was just like, some of the things that they said were just like, no one would ever say that. Yeah. But then I was just like... Some of the things you're like, Some of yeah. the things you said, like, yeah. Like, that's exactly what I would have said, or she would have said, or something like that. Um, so they live in this <coughs> complex called the Park Hill uh, Towers, which does not exist. 
<laughs> in Staten Island. Are you kidding me? Uh, Are but, you serious? But Park, I mean, Park Hill does exist, and they did actually take a lot of footage from Park Hill, okay. which I thought was pretty cool. There's actually a, a murder scene in the uh, Staten Island Yankee Stadium, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> Isn't that by cool, the ferry? Which is right by the ferry, yeah. exactly. Um, so, like, they, you know, they, they pick and choose certain things, but the entire movie is set in, like, the, the top, like, the, you know, let's say not even a half mile from the top of Staten Island into Staten Island. Like, oh, so it's, it's, it's literally there. just, like, the North Shore. It's just the North Shore, nothing else. Oh, okay. So I was a little disappointed in that because I wanted to see my neighborhood. Uh-huh. I don't live up there. But the reason why they chose that neighborhood and they kept saying it over and over oh. and over again is it's because it's the poor neighborhood in Staten Island. It's the black neighborhood of Staten Island. It's the Latino neighborhood in Staten Island. So... And they say it like six times in the movie. They were just like, we needed the lowest income part to see like the most, to see if the experiment worked. Yeah. And like, I work in that area. So every time they said it, I like groaned a little bit. Uh-huh. But at the same time, like, well, it's a movie. So I yeah. have to like get over it. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was funny though. Because <laughs> they were just like, yeah, we have to, you know. And it's pretty interesting too. I actually read an article before I saw the movie that it was really racist. The movie was racist. And I was just like, I don't really see that. But then if you think about it, all of the main characters, all the people that were on Staten Island were all minorities. They were all black, they were Latino or Asian. Uh-huh. And like all the people like that were they're shooting them and stuff were, were white. all white people. Yeah. So it's just like I could see that. Yeah. Um so oh. the the purge is going on and the the worst thing that is happening is there's one guy on all of Staten Island who's killing people. Just one crazy Cropsy. Cra- crazy Staten Islander. Is, they call him Skeletor because he, <laughs> he has like tattoos on his face and stuff like a, of a skull. A, a, skull. a skull. So they call him Skeletor, and he's like you know he's a, a drug he's a druggie and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So like, but he was pretty. He himself was pretty scary. Like they could have made it a little scary with him, but he was legit just insane. Like he was crazy. He I don't if you've seen the commercial you've seen he put three syringes on his fist. So that Ooh. when he punched you, you would get syringed, yeah. I guess. I don't know. And then he had, like, a, a a crazy, like, rusty machete or whatever. So he himself was creepy, but he was the only one killing people. And the people that were watching The Purge were just like, we need more death. We need more blood. Like, this is not what we signed up for. So, um, and then, like, the biggest thing that they were doing, the people, like, the natural people on Staten Island, they had this giant block party, like, in the North Shore of Staten Island. People <laughs> were having sex on the street. Ooh. They were drinking and doing drugs, but nobody was dying. Yeah. So I was just like, if that were to happen on Staten Island, like, that would pretty much be what I wanted to do. Like, <laughs> I, all I would have wanted to do is just, like, run around naked or something. I want something. a sex purge. Yeah, Wee! that's all I want. Uh, so they, what they do, actually, which I said, like, it's kind of the twist, but not really, is... The government, the NFA, NFAA chief of staff guy in charge of all of this, he makes a call to a bunch of mercenaries. Of course, he does. Outside of the country, and they smuggle them into the Sta- into Staten Island so that they can kill all of the Staten Islanders. And the reason why they kill all the Staten Islanders is because they put them in to the lowest income part of Staten Island, so that the low income minority people would die. 
so that there would be less mouths to feed. You know, they, they use the whole, you know, less people in the world, we need to lower, our, you know, our, we're repopulating at a, a record-wide level, what? blah, blah, blah. They're using overpopulation as a reason yes. for killing people? Yes. Cool. And, and they were just like, Makes you know. Makes sense. And, and then the, the, the main guy, the chief of staff, he's a, obviously a white guy, and he was just like, you know, there's a certain amount of people, there's a certain kind of person that needs to, you know, take one for the team kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's racism. So, yeah. and then it's funny too, because the uh, mercenaries that he sets into Staten Island were all wearing KKK outfits. They had the what? pointed hats. They had the, the white flag. They had the cross symbol. They had like the, the whole full like KKK oh gowns and shit. They actually, uh, so Naya is spending the night at a church but Isaiah lied to her, saying that he was in Brooklyn, but he was on the Staten Island because he wanted the money. So she leaves the church to go find him. They go to the church and shoot everyone oh, that shit. was at the church. Like, they don't care. They're mercenaries. Uh-huh. They did it for the money. And, like, that was kind of messed up. But, um, but then the rest of the movie is basically, uh, it's split between D and his legit, like, mini army of drug dealers versus... The KKK, basically. Mercenaries. And then Naya and Isaiah just trying to get back to the uh, Park Hill Tower. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to get back home to try to, like, just wait out the night. Yeah. Uh, the um, climax of the movie happens when they get to Park Hill, the towers. Um, so the contacts that they give everyone that's on Staten Island that w- was willing to stay there obviously has a GPS locator in it, so that's how they're able to find you. Uh, so once they get back to the Park Hill Towers the little military militia is going floor by floor, killing, just killing everyone. Mm-hmm. So Naya and Isaiah are on the 14th floor, just, you know, because of happenstance. So yeah. then Dimitri is a one-man army, like, going up and trying to kill everyone. Um, and he eventually succeeds, but the way it happens is kind of funny. Wait, they, so he doesn't have, like, any experience, like, military experience or cop? He wasn't an ex-cop or something? He just knows, he's, like he's just like he's a badass. Street, he can kill all yeah. these mercenaries he's by himself. He's a street smart. Oh, he was, born, he was raised on the streets of Staten Island, so he <laughs> yeah, exactly. so he can murder several <laughs> mercenaries. The, the, the hard streets of yeah. Staten Island. Okay, running drugs. And okay, shit. cool, cool, um, cool. Ugh, uh-huh. it's terrible. So anyway, the apex, like uh, the climax of the movie, is uh, there's like a group of like maybe like eight to ten mercenaries going into this building, and he's like I said, one guy like coming to find them. So Naya and Isaiah and a miscellaneous cast of people that don't really matter are in Naya's apartment, like blo- blockading the door with like the mattress and you know the, the the dresser and stuff, like trying to make sure that they don't come in. And then finally, Dimitri gets there and he's able to actually, I don't know how, but he's able to kill a few of the guys, run into the room, and then they have to escape through the same way because it's just like the hallway. But when he looks back to like leave. There's six more guys. So I was like, where did they come from? And how mm-hmm. did you get past them without them shooting? They all had assault rifles and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> it's funny that you said like rocket launcher because there's a legit guy who brings out a rocket launcher and he's just going to like shoot it directly into the room to kill all of them. Uh-huh. But before he does, Skeletor comes <laughs> out of nowhere and just like chopping people up. He just like he's he, just like serial he's, killering he's all over the literally, place. Literally he just wanted to kill people. Like that's a, that's his entire oh, wow. function. Like he was he's not sane at all. He just wanted to kill people and he was waiting for this opportunity to do it. So he's coming in and he, and 
he's just like slicing people, you know, stabbing people with his his syringe fist. <laughs> um, new Mortal Kombat move, yeah. syringe, syringe fist. fist. Uh, and like the guy who shot off the rocket launcher like misses yeah. or whatever, or like you know, ah, you got me, shoot up. Uh, or whatever. Oh no no, uh, actually, um, for whatever reason, D had like a little block of C four. So uh, Naya threw it, and then he shot it, and that's how the explosion happened. happened. Yeah, that, that uh, and you know they they all survived. Yeah, all, the main characters survived. All the other bad people did. Even Skeletor. Skeletor died. No, he, he was caught in the explosion. Um, so that so like at the very last part. Oh, I have to actually talk to you about a post credit scene. I was super surprised <laughs> that they even had a post credit scene for this movie. But the very last scene of the actual movie is uh, Dimitri getting like. He's like holding on to Naya and Isaiah as they walk him like down the block or whatever, and it's the end of the purge. Like so, everyone's like coming out onto the street, whatever. And this was actually uh, shot on Staten Island. You can actually see this Park Hill and the um, playground that they shot it at was pretty cool. So they literally they're just like, now what? Uh-huh. And Demetrius just like, you know, we survived. And then like that's the last part of the movie, and then they just like scroll, they like you know pan up to like the American flag and the Verrazano Bridge in the background, and they're just like da da da, that's the end. Ugh. But it was dumb. I whatever. All right. But the post-credit scene. So tell me if this has ever happened to you, because I don't think I've ever seen a movie where in the actual post-credit scene of a of a movie, there's a commercial for the TV show. What? A U- commercial for the TV show. USA is going to be. Uh, airing a 10 episode miniseries called The Purge and it's going to be a story about different people following The Purge however far in the future they care to show Wow! but it's going to be on USA it's like a legit show so it was like like it was like coming on USA and showed you all the stuff and then it was just like you know The Purge happened whatever you owe it to your country to purge it's you know a, a, a patriotic thing to purge whatever and it just showed like this guy in his basement like making traps and like sharpening knives and stuff uh-huh. and then it was just like come to USA a 10 week miniseries <sighs> and I was I sat that there in so disbelief weird. I was just like and then I, I literally had to take my phone out and I was like is this real and it is Wow, it's a legit TV show but they made the commercial air during the post credit scene of the movie I thought that was so that is really that, weird I don't think I've, I've never, heard, never of that. heard of that I've before. never heard of that it's like insane. a preview but after the movie yeah but, I, I was shocked but a show attached to the Wow, that's. I mean, I'm gonna watch the odd. show. I mean, enjoy but. that. <laughs> Have fun. I mean, I'll let you guys know. Um, Maybe if it was like on Showtime or something, but USA. But like USA, mm. yeah, I know. Uh, Burn so, notice. Mm. So we. So yeah, like the entire movie was just a whole bunch of weirdness. Uh huh. And then it was just like nothing. Nothing. It really was just like we did it, and then that was the, yeah. and then the American flag on the Verrazano Bridge, and that was it. Oh wow. So that. Sounds like exactly what I think of when I think of the purge. Just <laughs> a bunch of people just like, ah, 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 and then at Explosion. the end they're just like, oh, we did it. And it was execu- and it. I think it was executive produced by Michael Bay. So, no, it wasn't. Are you serious? Uh, maybe not executive produced, but it was definitely produced by Michael Bay. I didn't say hey Siri. I said, are you serious? <laughs> oh shit, it's listening again. <laughs> Uh, oh, ooh, Michael um, Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. Well, he was definitely credited. Of course. He For, was. Yeah, he was a producer. He was Ugh. a producer. He wasn't an executive producer, but he was a producer. I bet he was the biggest fan of these movies. He was just if he like, didn't produce explosions. it from the first yes. time, from the first movie. Uh, no, but if you're gonna anyone out there listening, if you're gonna watch a Purge movie, do yourself a favor and watch 
the first one that came out called yeah. The Purge. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was scary. It's got what's his name Ethan in it. Ethan Hawke. And it's great. It's a fun, good movie. Don't bother with the rest of them. All right. Were there any good parts or good things about this movie? Hmm. Other than the fact that it was filmed on Staten Island and you were like, yay. Well, that's not really like a good thing. That's just like a fun thing. It's just like a happenstance that uh-huh. I seem to be proud of. For was some there reason. any sort of action scene or any like so there car was, chase? There was, so you're just there was, like, that was cool. There was one thing that they did, which I thought was really cool. Um, that, again, could have made this a lot scarier, but they didn't use it to that effect, really. So anyone who was staying on Staten Island, like I said, got these contacts or whatever. And the contacts weren't just like clear contacts. They had like a, a ring of color around them. So the uh, Isaiah, who we follow for the first half of the movie while he's still got his contacts on, his color is blue. But then every other character we see has a different shade of color, like mm-hmm. a violet or a green or a you know, purple, something like that. Um, so there's one part of the movie where he's walking down an alley and it's almost pitch black. And he's just like looking into windows and all you see is silhouettes of people and then the like the two eye colors like shining mm-hmm. and it was pretty it was pretty creepy it yeah. was really cool like the effect that they used was really good i liked okay. it a lot and they didn't use it enough oh okay yeah that that sounds like it'd be creepy yeah just have glowy eyes then, of like, different colors was, all over the it was the place. you kind of like there was one part that i thought it was you really effective it was behind like it was the glass of the of the um, window and then there was curtains, but they were like thin curtains. So like you kind of saw the outline and then someone really quickly pulled the curtains apart and then you saw them and with the outline and then they kind of just like follow the camera looking to the left and you saw the eyes move. And I was like, Ugh. I got like a yeah. little chill. It was really yeah. good. It was really cool following the, the main character like across the screen, whatever. But then like I said, they didn't really use it ever again. Yeah. And I was kind of disappointed. And there's really no other part in the movie where I was like, they didn't really do any chase scenes. Uh, They did a couple of car scenes, but there was like, it was all like the KKK car scene on like motorcycles and stuff Mm -hmm. with like the Nazi flag and the swastika and stuff. And then that was like riding through Staten Island or whatever. Not even Staten Island, like the North shore of Staten Island. Yeah. Um, uh, There was a, there was a couple of times I thought it was funny where they wanted us to feel because like the, since this was the first purge like killing people was a big thing mm-hmm. so like when they killed people they tried to make you feel it but you didn't but it was just because funny it to was me. the purge because yeah I mean because yeah. I mean us as humans in general are kind of desensitized to movie killing I think yeah. in general so just watching them like do super close up super slow mo on like this one person who you didn't even know for five minutes and they're dying. And they, it, like, it felt to the, me like the movie was just like, care about this. Uh-huh. And we're just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you think we came to a movie like this to care about things? Exactly. So, yeah. so they do that actually a couple of times. Once when um, Skeletor kills his first victim. Actually, I think they do it the sec- when he kills his second and third victims as well. But then they also do it when the some of the uh, cartel, like, some of Dimitri's men or whatever get killed, like legit just shot on the street by like these KKK guys. Like he legit like leans over them and like he puts his hand on his chest and he's just like, I'm gonna miss you, man. And I was just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. 
All right. That's the thing you left. Moment of truth. Oh, How God. many syringe fists out oh, of ten God. do you give this? No, because like, because syringe fist is cool. <laughs> I, w- I just from the name of it, I kind of want to give it more. But syringe I fist. I mean. But uh, anyway, you gotta, you gotta I'm, I'm, I'm gonna masterpiece. I'm gonna give this a three syringe fists out of mm. ten. Okay. Um. It wasn't completely horrible. It's and not, it was racist. It's not like it made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> but it just wasn't a good movie. The acting wasn't that great. The writing wasn't that great. The cinematography wasn't that great. The storyline, the plot was dumb and not that great. Yeah. It was just the whole lot of messiness mm-hmm. and disappointment. Because, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'm disappointed because it was set on Staten Island. I'm thinking. I dis, I'm dis, more disappointed that it was a purge movie that I didn't like. Yeah. Well, not that I did. You watch all of them? Yes. And I saw all of them in the theaters. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I was cut. I was. Yeah. I'm a fan. But you liked. <laughs> you liked the second and third one. Um, like I said, the second and third one are more action Actually, movies. But you did you like them? But as, they as they weren't movies. as terrible. Okay. They were definitely. Because I heard if, good things about the second yeah. one. Like yeah. the, the the dude that, that like protects that group. Yes. And like, you know, goes through so, the purge and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he, he's in the second and third one. Yeah. So he be, like becomes a secret anarchy, service agent, yeah. right? So Pur- Purge Anarchy was, like I said, it was an action movie, but it was, it kind of had some elements from the scariness. And then even in election year, because you had to protect that woman or whatever, there were some, some parts that were cool. And then like the last couple of minutes of that movie. I thought was really good. Like the yeah. the way that they kind of like switched it at the end, I thought was fantastic. But like the f- the purge is the best one. Is the, hands down the best one, and this one is hands down the worst one. Yeah. So three three syringe fists. Three syringe fists out of ten for the first purge. Don't I, waste your money. I will not go see that. No. I won't. Pro- I probably will never see that. No. Even uh, if it's on TV, like if there's literally nothing on, I guess. But like also, or you could go to sleep and get yeah, full exactly. eight hours. You could go, you could go on Netflix or yeah. anything. I'm sure there's always something on that would yeah. be better than this. You can find anything you online. Could find it. Oh, well, We're, now that we got rid of that, we got got that out of the way. Yes. That terrible movie. Let's talk about. Let's talk about something good. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's get so a little ending palate this? cleanser. Oh. I mean, unless you have something else to say about it. Anything? Oh no! Anything I was else? Just, Any I other was just opening? That Sky Cra- skyscraper was also terrible. Oh, how do you know? Have you watched it? I have not. Did you watch all I'm just one hour it. and forty-two minutes of it? <laughs> Did you? Well, don't have to because you just have to listen to this. Yeah, let's do it. Check, check it out. Uh, I opened IMDb just so I could remember everyone's names because, like your movie, mine doesn't have much substance, <laughs> and so you don't remember anyone's name. No. Not that we ever remember names. That's I, true. I, we did not ever. Do you remember uh, Hank Pym's wife's name? You don't. You don't. I want to say Valerie. I know oh, man, you're so <laughs> off. It's Janet. You're so Is off. Is it? Yeah. Oh, damn so it, off. Janet. How could I forget that? All right. So, uh, yeah, I opened IMDb just to get the names, but the uh, it's just it, IMDb nails it. The, the, the description of this movie oh, is a father goes to great lengths to save his family from a burning skyscraper. And that is the plot of the movie. <laughs> that is all yeah. you have to know. All right, let's do it. All right, so Dwayne The Rock Johnson is playing something he's never played before, <laughs> and that's an ex-Special Forces guy <laughs> who just 
isn't doing it anymore, but is forced back into it because but of stuff. I do remember from the commercial, he lost a leg. He lost a leg, everyone. He's an amputee. So this, in this is the movie. first time that I think The Rock is playing an amputee. It's true. It's true. All right. So uh, after watching Rampage, the great <laughs> Rampage movie, I'm I, so sorry. I. I was, you know, I didn't go into this with high hopes. <laughs> no one did. As you should. No one, no one does. And it's it suckered me for the first. The same thing as oh, remember yeah. when when I watched Rampage yeah. and I was just like the first oh, ten minutes were like it was surprisingly oh, good. The Rock. Oh man, you son of a bitch! You like, you, hey, you only know how to do the first like, ten minutes. Like how how bad how bad does <laughs> like what happens in the like. Like you read the, the first world? ten pages of the script and then like they're <laughs> the just thing. like we'll finish it this. later or whatever <laughs> and then they just end up writing it in a day or something, but it the movie opens up As with they shoot. the movie opens up all right so just so you know about uh, his character Will Sawyer he was in the special for special Will Sawyer nice. right yeah Samoan Will Sawyer <laughs> and he's a special forces guy who after the special forces moved to the FBI and became a, a sort of when the hostage negotiation doesn't go right, he goes in and, you know, explodes ass. Shit. Nice. And, All right. I and so the, the movie opens that. up on a hostage situation and he's got both of his legs for now. And, <laughs> and so it starts out pretty good. It's a hostage negotiation where it's like a crazy dad and he's got his wife and like kids in the house. And he's like, I'm not leaving and I've got a bomb. So don't come in here. Mm-hmm. So they were just like, he's done talking. Send in the people, send in the rock and his people. And so the rock and his people blow the, the side of the house out nice. and they go in all special forces like get down, whatever. And the dad is holding his son and he's like crying and weeping and he's just like, give it up. It's all over. Like, and, no, that family and the other dead. the other the other uh, dude. Uh, the other special forces guys got like they're all using laser pointers yeah. because of course they do yeah. when they don't and he's got it pointed at his head he's like I got a clean shot I can take mm-hmm. him out right now and the rock's just like no 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 we can use our words and so he's trying to talk <laughs> this guy I thought, down I thought the words were already used what isn't he past the isn't he part of the team that goes in after the negotiation like doesn't yeah I know but he's he's got a gentle heart the so, rock is a big so man he, so he's like like the hostage like negotiator, the ho- yeah, the hostage negotiator is is the one on the phone, and the guy hung up on that person, and then that person made the executive decisions. <laughs> Here, the the person's exact words were, "He's done talking," and then that that's when that's their cue to go in there. And uh, do he stuff. was just lazy that day. I guess so. He's just like, he well, just like, I don't want to deal. What with else this. can I do? He hung up the phone. He, I can't call him it. back. Can't it's, call him back. It's fucked up. I don't want to do my job. Send in so, the rock. So he's holding his son. He's like, listen, just put your son down. This is over. Let's uh. <laughs> So he puts his son down and then he comes back up and you see he's got a vest on uh-huh. and he just blows up. Like he just <gasps> hits the, the remote, kills his son, kills himself and just blows the team to hell. And he loses his leg. And uh, Nev Campbell's character of Scream fame, her name <laughs> is uh, Sarah of Scream fame. Of Scream fame. And Sarah is the doctor that takes care of him, and that's how he meets her, and that's how oh, he like you know love. fall in love and have kids and stuff. And so he's nowadays he's just working as a security uh, analyst. So he just you hire him, and he Behind just looks at your the security of your oh, building okay. or whatever, and he tells you if there are any problems or anything. But he's a small business, so he's like kind of scared about you know like he's he's gotten this contract of this huge skyscraper hence the name of the movie (laughs) 
the skyscraper is like four times, three or four times the size of an Empire State Building, yeah. and like it's run on Impossible. wind turbines yeah. that are on the top floor, and it's. I saw the CGI. Yeah, the cool. the fifty, <laughs> the, like the the f- first five hundred floors or something are just like shopping. It's a shopping center and like a public se- space and like a park and stuff, and wow. it's like it's very Tony Starkish. Like yeah. it's like it's like an, a city in a building yeah. basically. And then they're gonna open the the top half for residential uh, housing, but How, they why haven't. Why would you want to live all the way up there? Because you're rich and you like you, these apartments are pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie, because they they put him and his family in one of them yeah. as he's doing the the security stuff, and it's it's fucking amazing. It's like a huge, it's like a house, penthouse yeah. house in like this huge building, and. How big is the skyscraper? <laughs> it is fucking humongous. It is impossibly huge. The skyscraper is the star of the movie. That's how big it is. It's almost as big as The Rock. And so The Rock is, he's like nervous because he has to do this presentation for this rich guy. And he got the job because his friend who was a part of the team when that happened. And mm-hmm. like, you know, he's got like burn marks on yeah. his, like everyone's scarred from that, yes. that thing. Physically and emotionally. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but uh, he gets him this job as the security consultant, and you know he does his job well or whatever. And because he's the rock, because he's the rock, and he doesn't do anything half-assed except <laughs> for movies, except for everything. <laughs> so <laughs> so he he gets uh, he has to go inspect an offsite building that regulates the skyscraper from like a mile away so like nothing like if anything happened like nothing can happen to the skyscraper as long as this building over here is like not fucked with you know that's like a security measure and so he's doing his inspections and stuff and he the the guy that got him the job has gotten into some shit because he's wasn't like able to like get a job or something or like he wasn't able to get his life together after the accident so he kind of just gets into like the un- the criminal underworld and gets wrapped up with the wrong people, and so they set him up, the Rock up. What was his name? Will Will Sawyer up, uh, because he has this tablet that controls the security stuff in the building, and he's the only one that can use it or whatever. But he's like, all right, I'll set uh, him to get mugged or whatever by one of the criminals so they can get into the building because they're gonna do stuff for later. I'll tell you later. And so that doesn't happen because The Rock is the smart rock. and doesn't keep it in his bag like the thief thought. He kept it in his jacket and then he like he has to get it from The Rock and then they fight and then he tells him like, "Oh, I've just been uh wrapped up with the wrong people. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen. Uh, I set you up because you were a small business and it was like the easy target. Yeah. You don't have a leg. It was going to be very <laughs> easy. It was supposed to be a really easy job." And he set it up so his family was, like, going to be at some place all day so they wouldn't be in the building uh-huh. for when this happens. But his son has, like, an asthma attack or, or like, a bad reaction to something that he ate or something. So they go back to the skyscraper. So when the bad guys are – their plan is to just set it on fire because they want to just destroy the building. Because it, all right, I'll just tell you, they end up, they end up, it's so, it's such a convoluted ha- plot for no like reason. The like they show, they like, like they the slow, twist happens at the, the end. The or? twist happens close to the end, but it doesn't, it's not a payoff at all because it's just a bunch of convoluted stuff for, for something that didn't need to happen. So the like, owner of the building was blackmailed by this crime syndicate 
And in uh, retaliation, this genius uh, architect futurist dude got a bunch of dirt on all of the on the criminal syndicate and has it on this like one USB drive. <laughs> and that's of course. in a safe at the top of the skyscraper. And and he needs it. Back. And he needs it. And and it's attached to uh, or like he's he's like he's supposed to check in or like it's it's attached to him somehow that he can't die. Because if he dies, it gets released to the to the other criminal syndicates and the police and stuff, and then he's okay. like fucked. So that's interesting. That's so dumb. Um, so what ends up happening is the criminals do what they have to do, and they set the floor like below where the family is staying on fire, and it's only going to go up because yep. that's how buildings work. And they disabled the fire safety measures and you know it, uh, most most of the first half is just like this building can't burn like everyone's just like <laughs> so like fine with the one floor that you can see from the distance that yeah. is just lit on fire they're just like don't worry this building cannot like it the fire containment system has got this <laughs> and of course it doesn't so the fire keeps building and it's like the titanic the unsinkable ship yes yeah, seriously uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> what's this movie about then yeah so so will right Yes. God damn it. So Will is Will Sawyer. Will uh, is running. He does a lot of running and jumping for a guy with one leg, <laughs> and really fast. He's handy capable. He's handy capable, but goddamn, like even <laughs> like I, what I was like most concerned about was that he's like the size of the rock, <laughs> and he's on one leg, yeah. and I'm just like that leg's gonna give out, dude. Like he's just like he's just like yeah. I'm just like no, stop, please. <laughs> It's yeah. like you can't put that stress no. on that. No, there's no break. way you're fine. Oh man, so oh man, it's just so bad. <laughs> it's just so bad because no matter how I try to go about explaining the plot or what happens, it doesn't come off right because it just is not thought out. Because he's he's gotten to the tussle with his friend after, and then he like explains everything that's happening, and then people come after him. And they like start shooting at him and stuff, and he runs away. And then the cops come, and then the cops are looking for him for no reason. Like he, there's a manhunt for him, but he's like trying to get back to his family. Yeah. So he, get, he, family? he like gets on a bike and like steals a motorcycle and get, goes to the building, and then just like jump cuts to him being at the building. He looks at the building like from the distance because you cannot get that close to it because of how big the crowd has gotten mm-hmm. that's like looking at it. And he sees the crane, and that's where we saw it in that's the, the trailer. Crane the scene. crane. He sees the crane. He sees the building. Sees the crane. Sees the building. He's like, I got it. And then he's like, <laughs> runs. He doesn't take the bike. He's like, I got this. I got one leg. And he runs, and he runs away from the cops. And yeah, he's like, he's. <laughs> I hate this movie. He, the cops try to arrest him, like while he's looking at the crane in the building and putting two and two together. And instead of just being like, "Hey, my family's up there. Can you guys help me out?" He, he like just knocks out both of those <laughs> cops because he's ex special forces. He's just like, "Fuck you! I gotta get to my family!" and runs. And then he climbs the crane with his hands and legs, like by himself, because he hands, can't get hands the and leg. hands and leg. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> You're welcome. He climbs this ridiculous, like, you, oh my God. How, we've already established that this building is three times the size of the Empire State Building. How long was your fucking climb up that crane? He climbed up that crane before, like, the cops got there, saw that he was climbing up the crane, 
and were trying to get this door to the elevator open and he still beat them up to the top of the crane and locked the door before they could get to the top of the crane so they got up with the elevator and then he like put a elevator. he put it like a like he just like put a bar like you know <laughs> that situation where you just put a bar between two of the <laughs> that handles that always works and they just couldn't get it open after they got to the top so he climbs up to the top he makes it so the crane like uses its like hook hanging hook thing yeah. to like break into the building and like let, latch onto it and i guess his plan was to like shimmy mm-hmm. like on the rope but the rope like the, the hook unhooks so he has to like and then the cops are like right behind him and they're like you know stand down or whatever and there's instead- a helicopter <laughs> recording everything because there's a news chopper i guess just like recording everything and he does the jump that you see in the trailer and makes it and then he becomes like this sort of people that people in like china are watching him and like rooting for him because they see like everything happening mm-hmm. like they're watching skyscraper on like there's <laughs> like big screens everywhere and he like makes it and then when they, he makes it everyone's like fucking cheering david this happens like two or three times in the movie he has like to scale the building like three times throughout this movie and it's all being recorded for some reason and all the the chinese people are all like <laughs> behind this 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 person Cinderella that they don't know they're just like don't die don't die and he's just one leg my god like so how <laughs> was was the jump as unrealistic it as was so unrealistic it's just because because to me that's the climax of the movie that's the beginning that's the first <laughs> part that's how he gets into the building oh to start the adventure of getting his family and so the the, the building's trying to like the, the building's being uh, burned burned by <laughs> by these terrorist guys that we still don't know why they're doing it we don't know about the usb thing until mm-hmm. later and they're just trying to get the oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to explain it but there's just so many <laughs> factors so many like like little things like like there was a betrayal like at one point one of the 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 lawyers that worked for the ceo was actually a terrorist and or like you know the criminal and this movie was basically just an arnold schwarzenegger 90s mm-hmm. movie if in 2018 th- in 2018 with the rock like it was like there was no there were like cheesy lines all over the place there were times where the rock was i'm just gonna call him the rock the, <laughs> there were times where the rock was very much like my family i need to get to my family i love my family and uh, like the the beginning fooled me because I was just like, wow, that took a fucking crazy turn. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to get to see The Rock like, you know, actually act in this movie or like, you know, do something different. Nope. But no, it's just, it's more the same. It's just him like just kicking ass like that's all he does in this movie. And uh, it doesn't even seem like he like Enjoys struggles it. at one point. <laughs> like he starts cracking jokes throughout the movie in very weird places. And... Like, he goes from, like, I love my family. I will do anything to save them to, like, if you're not. Like, one of the lines in the movie was, like, if you're not, if you didn't uh, fix something with duct tape, you didn't use enough duct tape. Like, he's just, like, like, the duct tape thing came back, like, one, (laughs) two or three times. There was, like, a duct tape joke throughout the movie. Oh, man. I can fix my leg with duct tape. Gonna dude, fix my family with deck tape. Dude, all right. So let me just take you through some of the action pieces that make no sense or okay. wh- like whatsoever. Please do. So we've went over the crane thing. 
when he gets into the building and he finds his wife and kids who are being chased by like these dudes, he kills one of them, I think. And then there's uh they're they're separated by like a bridge that broke in half and there's just like fire under them and then like the kids on one side, the mom and dad on the other side, and they grab like this wooden plank and like put it down in the middle and like shimmy over to get him. But the the at one point the rock's just like the bridge is unstable. I'll hold the bridge while you get our son. And I'll agree the bridge was unstable. But he like <laughs> he like grabs two random cables that are attached to this bridge. And I'm, when I tell you that he holds the bridge, I mean the rock grabs these two cables and just just pulls on them. <laughs> he just like holds them and he's just like go and he holds a fucking <laughs> He just holds it. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, how strong is this fucking guy? <laughs> like, like, forget the fact that he has one leg. That doesn't even matter now. But this man is massive. And he's holding, like, this bridge together with oh his bare God. hands. And That's he's just awesome. like... <laughs> While Nev Campbell of Scream fame oh cro- shimmies across, grabs her son, <laughs> and and comes back over, and like you know, he held the bridge the entire time. Oh um, man! Oh fuck! Um, so, <laughs> so the movie then takes the direction of, or it just it it gets rid of the the mom and the son by the rock putting them in like an elevator and he's just like the this elevator uh it'll go all the way down to the bottom it'll go all the way down to the bottom but i have to cut this cable and the the brakes won't activate until you get past the fire like past the wherever the the sensors read the fire so she has to like press the thing and like activate the brakes which she does and then it's just him and his daughter so he needs to go find her and get her out of there which he eventually does through some ass kicking and then he gets up no he gets uh captured by everyone because they gang up on him and they they're basically the ceo guy has barricaded himself behind like the indestructible door that they can't get open and they have him and his daughter and since he's the security guy he's like you know how to get through Mm -hmm. here and uh, if you don't do it, or we're gonna kill your daughter. And but he said like you know like it, it, they gave the rock his moment. There he was, just, <laughs> he was just like, if you don't do this, we're gonna throw your daughter off the fucking roof. He said that the fucking roof. And then the rock did a slow like, dramatic upturn. Yeah, he was like getting beat up on the ground, and then he said that, and then he looked up and he was like, oh, I'm gonna kill you now <laughs> for saying that. But then he got his he got kicked some more. And then they just left him there. There's like, figure it out, dirt, fucking jerk. And then they just left. They're just like, we'll see you on the roof. And then he's just there. He's like, all right, great. How do I do this? So he plays with the computer panel that's there. And he's like, well, I can't do it here. There must be a fail safe somewhere. Where's the fail safe, David? Where's the fail safe, David? Where did this CEO put the fail safe of this building to get this one door open? Can't get the door open. Can't get the door open without the CEO's password or whatever but there's one fail safe and that's behind the wind turbines that are up at the the top of the building so this ceo was basically like fuck if if anyone ever needs to get through this door and i'm not available you just have to get through these wind turbines (laughs) that are spinning at incredible speeds on the side of the building 
and just cut a cable or cut a wire and it'll it'll open this one door that's all you gotta do so it was a video game it was, was like say, do, this, boss, do so this do this do this do this <laughs> so the rock grabs <laughs> you're almost there <laughs> So the Rock is home aloneing everything, right? Because he's special forces, but all he needs is some duct tape, some ropes, some this and that. MacGruber. He grabs like this big piece of decor and proceeds to destroy the the window, like by himself. Like, all right, I'm not an architect, but I know, I know for a fact that windows, especially on skyscrapers, that high are not just glass. are just like brick walls. Like they're just like fucking 12 foot thick <laughs> windows but no the rock he hits it once he's like oh i guess i gotta use more muscle and, he goes, and then he just just breaks it open with ease and he's just like well i knew that was gonna happen anyway so he grabs another piece of decor wraps a rope around that and then like shimmies alongside the building with duct tape uh hands <laughs> Duct you tape think hands? i'm fucking making this up i'm not he puts duct tape around his hands to like Stick, stick onto to the, the walls and like I guess he does it for the audience he's like I can't oh good this is this good grip <laughs> just, he like he's <laughs> testing it he's just like yep this is sticky this will work <laughs> and so he's like shimmying across the building Chinese people are all in awe and they're just like yeah do it whatever you're doing do it do it <laughs> whatever you're doing I hope you don't die and so he shimmies across the building then he uh Ties the rope to another part, like a little antenna thing that he does a little uh, test to make sure it's sturdy enough. Okay. He's just like, I'm the rock. I weigh 4,000 pounds. This will hold. <laughs> and so he wraps some rope around that and does one of those repels yeah. down with rope. He repels down to the wind turbine and, and it's going. Whoo, 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 and it's this fucking massive turbine. And he goes, one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> Jumps, makes it first try. No problem. <laughs> Finds the panel, cuts the wire, it opens the door, but also causes an explosion. So he's got to run the fuck out of there. He knows an explosion is about to happen because who doesn't? And so he's like, whoa. And then he jumps through the turbine again without getting hit by it. And it blows up. And this is when we see in the trailer that he's hanging on by his leg. Yeah. The rope gets like tangled in his leg and he's like hanging off the side of the building and the Rock must have done this like four times throughout this movie where he was hanging on a ledge, slips, grabs himself. Mm-hmm. So he did that again, but with his leg and climbs all the way back up to the Does top. Does his leg detach? It's still uh, wrapped up in the, in the rope. So like he like does an ab crunch to get to it uh-huh. and then it pops off and then he grabs oh, the leg. Okay. And so he just uses that to climb up all the way up there. And... <laughs> Like, so, that, like, everybody's watching this, including his wife. And his wife, like, if I was his wife, I would be freaking the fuck yeah. out as to why he's doing all this. <laughs> I would imagine it's for our daughter. But at the same time, I'd be like, are you fucking crazy? You just scaled the side of a building with a rope and are now, and like, duct tape. <laughs> you almost died, like, seven times trying to do this. And you're, like, and then, like, he's just climbing back up, like, no problem. But, but Nev Campbell of Scream Fame is just, like, totally just, like, yeah, my husband's totally capable of this shit. Yeah. Why are you guys acting Keep so surprised? Going. She's she's just like, Yeah, do your thing, baby. Like, you know, like I know exactly how this is gonna end. And he climbs back up and as soon as he climbs back up, the doors start to close to the, the mm-hmm. door he just got opened. And he takes the time to get his leg. <laughs> he he pulls it all the way back up and right before the door closes, clink, 
He uses his leg to keep oh, it propped God. up. They advertise this door to be like made of lead, to be like, <laughs> like twelve feet thick, like you know, indestructible. Yeah. And I was just like, really, it didn't crush a prosthetic <laughs> leg. Like I know the rock was running around in it and stuff, and it's pretty sturdy. But there's no way. <laughs> There's no way. It would have just been like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I got to go back down or whatever. Like, it's over. I like... Yeah. It's gone. So he gets in there. With his daughter? No, no. He's he's in there with the CEO now because just the CEO has just, barricaded okay. himself in there. Where's his daughter? Uh, his daughter's up on the roof with the, the bad people. Oh. Remember? Like, oh, he, like remember right. the, gotcha. for some reason they just left him there to yeah. do this task and they're just like, we'll see you on the roof. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Take daughter. Okay. And so he's in there with the CEO and like disarms him. With special ops with training, karate, yeah, and, and uh, he's just like, listen, um, I don't want to like kill you or anything, but I will do whatever it takes to get my daughter. <laughs> See my family. And so they devise a plan to get the daughter. And what does he ask for to make this plan work? It's duct tape. It's duct tape. Is it really duct tape? Fucking duct tape. <laughs> He's, he's just like, like before we do this crazy plan. He's just like I'm gonna need some yeah, duct tape. Yeah, it's just like he asks him. He's just like, you got any duct tape? And then they just cut away. And uh, oh god, oh man, it's so bad. And then they get to the exchange on the roof. Um, so he's duct taped the CEO's hands together, right? And he's got the USB drive in his hand, and he's like walking up close to them, and he's just like, hey, I got it. Uh, give me my daughter back. Here he is. And then the guy who's the CEO, like, takes his fake thing off mm-hmm. and he, like, has a gun and, like, puts it to his back. And he's just like, ah, I tricked all of you fuckers. Now uh, get out of here. I'm going <laughs> to kill this guy and all of you or whatever. Uh, excuse me. This movie gives me indigestion. <laughs> and it was all part of the plan, obviously. Um he gets close enough where the rock has a sword. Um, I'm not fucking making this up. He has a sword like hidden, like by his leg. It was a sword from the office because of the decor yeah, of or whatever. I mean, I, I understand. You, you got that part? You got that part? All right, part cool. Was clear. <laughs> <laughs> so the. Oh, so this is what happens. In the beginning of the movie, when the CEO is giving him a tour of the, of the building, he takes him up to the roof. And it's like this, it's like this crazy thing where it closes, like the, the, the whole building closes and it's just like thousands of LCD screens and they're like, they like, you know, have cameras on both Mm -hmm. sides. So it's like a fun house for some reason. And so it just like, you can press something and it makes it feel like, makes you feel like you're like standing in the middle of air. Like you're just like looking down on everything. That's kind of cool. But there are also these like panels that come up from the ground that have that are it's literally a fucking funhouse like a mirror funhouse like it's just like you see millions of yourself or or whoever's in the room so they never really explained why that was there <laughs> but you saw this it in the fun. you saw it in the beginning you're like that's how he's gonna fucking win at yeah. the end or whatever like he's gonna use this thing to save his it's family dark. somehow and so that's what happens like he uses the sword to kill a guy and then the CEO presses the button and then makes all the things go up. And so they're like playing this like game where it's like, oh, who's the real one? Oh, yeah. my God. And so everyone's just like shooting the wrong one and like they're picking them off one by one and stuff. <clears throat> and there's like a gunfight and stuff and people die and The Rock uh, kills Doesn't. people in spectacular fashion. <laughs> and uh, um, 
it comes down to the main bad guy and the rock and and he's got a gun i think yeah the rock's got a gun and the guy the bad guy's got his daughter in one uh. hand and a grenade in the other. Oh shit. And he's just and it's like very reminiscent of, of what course, happened yeah. in the beginning or whatever. And so he he always beat himself up for making the wrong decision mm-hmm. that day. So he was like, This is my daughter, I guess, blah blah blah. And so <laughs> even though this person is a lot more important to me than the other person, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna make it yeah. right. So he like puts his gun down because he's like, If you don't, I'm gonna blow us up yeah. or whatever. And he puts his gun down and he he's just like, All right, now uh I'm going to tell you my plan or something. And then the rock says, before you do that, you should know something. I'm behind you. And he's behind him, David, because it was one of the things, one of the panels that he was looking at, I guess. And he just like, you know, special ops him down. <laughs> he like special ops him off the side of the building and like grabs his daughter and then he blows up. And while this is all happening, <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's the end. It's the end. While this is all happening, um, Nev Campbell of Scream Fame is helping the cops uh, stop the other part of the bad guys, like the other group of the bad guys who are going to meet them at the rendezvous point because okay. everyone was going to jump off the side of the building at the okay. end and like parachute yeah, to this that, one location. I believe that. that. Yeah, that that was most. Oh man, like the the help, the help she she like gave them was so like it was it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie it was that written just like that because when she came back from wherever she was with the kids and where she wasn't supposed to be and stuff and she saw like the terrorists setting up their plan and like you know like fake jumpsuits and stuff they had like this crate that they were just like wheeling around and when she was in with the cops she was just like wait a second I remember I saw a crate and it said this, and it had this logo on it, and it had some wings on the side, and they just type it into the old Googler, and it's a parachute company or like a skydiving company. It's like, huh, huh. So they're going to sky off the side of the building. Where would they go? And they're like, well, you can only skydive in this area. Yeah. So this area would be uh, good. No, it's got too many trees. No, this one's too many buildings. Uh, what about this area? Like the cops, no, no, no. She's just like, what about this area? And the cops are just like, Impossible. <laughs> it's a construction site. Why would they want that? And so he's just like, I don't know. Like, it's abandoned. It's uh, flat. Like, you could totally skydive there. And they're just like, huh, I guess we'll check it out. It's like, do your job, cops. Like, you shouldn't have this person just telling you where to go. And lo and behold, that's where they are. And um, they did the whole cheesy, like, action movie thing where they had to have a girl villain for the girl to, to beat up at the end, you know? I don't. I, when is that trope gonna end? Probably never. Right? It's always a thing. Like you always have the bad guy for the bad for the dude, yeah. and then you have like the other bad lady for the whoever's the main lady. And yeah. like it's so dumb. It's so outdated. I don't know why they did it. It just felt like a Steven Seagal or an Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie the entire time. Oh man. So yeah, they they're doing that, and then she get the the wife gets a hold of the tablet, and she like reactivates the everything uh, the. <laughs> fire safety uh, system and that was oh god so at the beginning of the movie <laughs> at the beginning of the movie the the him and his wife have like this little moment i'm using air quotes but you can't see me where she's like hey my phone's broken can you fix it and then the rock just makes like this joke and he's just like 
did you turn it back off and back on again? Like I always tell you to do. And she's like, yeah, but I like when you do it. And so at the end of the movie, the, the thing isn't working. working, So she she has to reboot the system. And so she does that. And then like at the end, when they like finally meet and get together, he, uh, I forget. No, no, no. He she says it to the cop who has no idea what yeah. she's talking about. She's just, he, he's just like, shouldn't we wait for you for a professional to do that? And she's just like, I'm done waiting. My family's up there. She reboots it, and then he's like, You did it. How'd you do it? <laughs> she's like, I turned it off and back on again. <laughs> and I was like, What? Who was that for? <laughs> who enjoyed that joke? I looked around. I was like, Did anyone else enjoy that? I didn't enjoy that. That was so unnecessary and stupid. Oh. So the they get saved and they all live and uh they he's viewed as this hero like every like like across the world across the world because he gets uh brought to her via helicopter and there's like a bunch of press uh people mob him and are just like you know trying to find the hero and he's just like where's my family where's my family and then he gives them all a hug and that's skyscraper that's the end of the movie it was just None of this movie was necessary. <laughs> None of this movie was, I wouldn't. Yeah, it just wasn't entertaining. Even it was, it was a lot of just ridiculous circumstances. Like I understand the idea of summer blockbusters being, explosions, explosions, and and CGI and you know like popcorn and just like <laughs> in your face. But there wasn't an, there wasn't any like. There wasn't a good plot. There wasn't enough crazy action pieces for me to be like, oh, that was cool. Oh, that was cool. It was just like the rock kicking ass to save his family that he kind of cared about sometimes (laughs) and then really cared about sometimes. Couldn't really figure out which. And duct tape was more important. Yeah. It was trying so hard, I think, to be just die hard. Like die hard was uh, die hard's amazing because it's like it's like a cop gets like put in this situation and then he's just like. I'm a New York cop and now I'm just going to like try and do, stop do this. this um, but the rock is just like unstoppable, yeah, super strong, <laughs> could scale buildings, could leap crazy bounds, could do anything. He can do anything <laughs> and be fine. Like he's never in he's real never in danger. He held a fucking bridge up, man, <laughs> with one leg. What? Oh, man. I would I would recommend this movie <laughs> if it's free, if you have nothing, absolutely nothing to do. Like if there's homework you should do <laughs> and you're procrastinating, don't procrastinate with skyscraper, <laughs> procrastinate with something else. Um, definitely do it under the influence. I have a feeling if you watch this Uh-oh. movie under the influence it might, and with the right people, it might be entertaining because you I mean, could like rip it apart together and stuff. I think it's a lot of things. Yeah, but like just the... Just how in you don't understand, David. How insane his these circumstances he was in, and how easily he was able to negotiate them, despite like everything being impossible. <laughs> just the jump to get into the building just set the tone, and you're just like, God damn, this is this. Th- this if is that's happening. the first, the first impossible <laughs> task, they're only gonna get crazier from here. And yeah. boy, did they deliver. Every single one was crazier. All right. I'm done. I'm done with The Rock. I'm done with you, Rock. 
no more. <laughs> but I'm probably going to see what you can how, do. Uh, let's see. How many uh, I'm not say skyscrapers. failed negotiations out of 10 <laughs> would you give this oh, movie? Man. I'm going to give this a solid. What did I give Rampage? Did I give it a three? I think I gave it a three. Whatever. I'm giving this. I'm going to give this three failed negotiations out of 10. Three failed negotiations out of 10. Yeah, there was just not many redeeming qualities. Nothing to root for. Nothing to, <laughs> to like, really... I definitely do want to see this movie if, like, when it comes out on Netflix or TV. Or the something. coolest part about it was the building itself. Yeah. And that's not saying much. Because it's just there. <laughs> and it's just, like... It's CGI. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, like, I really wish that real. building existed. Yeah. That's that's my takeaway from this movie. <laughs> and that was it. Well, I mean, for a movie called Skyscraper... And if you know what like scared me? You know what scared me at the end? Um, it, it like the Rock was to the CEO. He's like, "What will you do now?" And what would he, what did he say? Build another skyscraper. He said, "Rebuild." <laughs> so that was definitely like, if this movie does well financially, there's gonna, <laughs> gonna be, be a, a fucking <laughs> skyscraper too. And you think it's not gonna happen, but remember, there are five diehards. And if The Rock were to make enough money, there I'm will be sure. five skyscrapers. <laughs> I guarantee it. Five I guarantee you. Skyscraper 2. How did it happen again? I don't know. Skyscraper 3. Whoa, isn't it crazy? We're back in the <laughs> skyscraper 4. Now, this is getting ridiculous. Uh, skyscraper <laughs> 5. On back the moon. in it. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. The skyscraper is so big, it reaches Earth from the moon. It pokes into the Earth's <laughs> atmosphere. You can see it. Oh, man. And the rock climbs to the top. <laughs> of course he does. Uh, and then jumps off. Yeah. And lands safely. <laughs> no parachute. Just duct tape. Just. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Duct tape in the building oh were the best parts God. of this movie. All right. We All need right. to stop yeah. talking about this How shit. long is this? Uh, this is a minute and ten, uh, an hour and ten. Oh, well, that was way too long. Yeah. You should have stopped me. Forty minutes on Skyscraper. You should have stopped me. That's just almost as long. As next the movie time this itself. happens, just tell me to, just tell me to stop. <laughs> just tell me to get to the point, and I will try. I I was riveted by everything you said. Uh, you should not be, because <laughs> it was garbage. You will not uh, be riveted if you watch. All it. right. So if you have any thoughts about the movies that we reviewed, <laughs> please let us know. Relativelysubjective uh, at gmail we're on Twitter, RelsubPod, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, Relatively Subjective. Yeah, let us know if you want us to talk about a specific movie. Let us know if you want to talk about a specific topic. Let us know what you think of us as individuals. And um, May all your skyscrapers may, be first purged. May all your first purges be skyscrapers. Bye. Till next time. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>